Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast, and once again, I'm joined from a, a brief hiatus, taking a quick break as we uh, both get, have very busy schedule. Mr. Chris Ripley coming in from the UK. Chris, welcome back. Hey, Logan. It's good to be back. How are you? Yeah, yeah. So, well, we're here today, and stuff is breaking, like, as we're we're talking and we're sending each other messages and stuff. So we'll get into that. But I did want to, like, get your points of view on some of the stuff that maybe that we had missed talking to you about. So the last few weeks, we've obviously had some scare zone announcements. We've had some house announcements. So anything, uh, anything tickle your fancy, anything that you, uh, you look at and you're excited about right now that maybe we haven't talked about. So whether that's, you know, go ahead, go ahead. Well, trick or treat in in a nutshell, that, that one I'm very excited for because, you know, they, they did so well with that in in the scare zone last year i think if that can be expanded out we can see more of the storylines that went on and just have more props and more yeah. you know it's a very good foundation to work off of and i think that could be a really good house this year yeah i, I think we're all looking forward to that did you um what do you think about the whole you know 80s theme in general well yeah i mean you know you and i were were born in that era yeah. i mean that's 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 our era isn't it you know so uh, i'm loving it yeah that's great. I feel the same way. I'm excited about it. Now, I, you know what I want to ask you about, and um, we'll get into this original house. I think it's really neat and definitely ties back to well, apparently a lot of Horror Nights lore. But can mm. you? But you posted last night, this is a bit not universally, but yeah. about this uh, kind of Warner Brothers equivalent oh, yeah. Yeah. that is going on in California. Now, do you know a whole lot about this? Or are you just kind of like us where you're following along? Because I didn't know anything about this. And now the fact that you know they've announced essentially on the Warner Brothers back lot, right? There's going to be a version of you know haunted houses or in the mm. same style, right? Well, that's what they're promising. Yeah. And so far it's it and like a Batman Joker themed, which is... yeah. Uh, now it was obviously a highly rumored, so I assume that means we could put that rumor uh, to rest. I, you, you can definitely for Orlando, <laughs> I would assume. Yes. Yeah. So well, I assume even for her, I mean, that'd be shocking if they were like, "Well, you know what? Warner Brothers has one, and Universal has one. You decide." But maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, well, let's talk a bit today because because that one is interesting, guys. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, a couple days ago, really, I saw it yesterday. Uh, there was a big. Uh, I don't even know what it's called here. Uh, Warner Brothers something. It's really the Warner Brothers studio tour that you can typically do, but they're doing their own version with houses. Uh, and though I've never done the Horror Nights in California, it's just not something that has gotten me to make the trip out there yet. Uh, when you have Florida, and I think Florida is amazing, uh, it did um, it did make me kind of curious of what a competitor would do, especially a competitor that I wouldn't say Warner Brothers is on the same level of Universal, certainly not on um, when it comes to its history, obviously, with yeah. horror or the history of uh, of well, doing these kind of events. But when you do, it's called Horror Made Here, a festival of frights. Well, let's not forget that Warner Brothers purchased uh, New Line Cinema a couple of That's years right. ago. So, so they, they have they access had a, to those. Yeah, so they have now got a very large horror um anthology behind them uh but no this is going to be called now we're not quite sure if it's called horror made here or <laughs> a, a festival, festival of fright yeah no this is where fright. the marketing gets a little confusing yeah so, so horror it, made here is the trademark and yeah you said there's um i mean i'm looking at the concept art right now for the arkham mm. asylum house and uh because they've announced two houses so far and they said more coming soon um and it is pretty awesome <laughs> looking and mm. right in front of it is Freddy Krueger, and 
If you look at it right in front of it is, I believe, well, I'm not sure. It looks like the New Line characters are uh, largely represented in this concept art. And you have the Batmobile crashing through the gates of Arkham Asylum. And I mean, I don't know what level of production they're going to be doing at this, but um, it, it's intriguing. I, I, you know, I'm a loyalist, I'd say right now, but yeah. there is part of me that's like, ooh, this sounds kind of cool. Like, I kind of dig it. Um, and it says, I'll be dark mazes, scare zones, horror-themed activities, and food and drink available. So if I go to L.A. during the fall, I don't know when this is going to be. They don't even know if they've announced dates yet. Um, I may have to try this one. And also It, because it's, it's the current modern It, the one that happened last year, something that was, again, highly uh, rumored for, for Universal this year. Didn't happen, but I don't know, it's pretty neat. Did you Have you ever been to the Warner Brothers back club? It's been years, but yeah, I've done just their traditional like tour. Yeah, I mean, it's not as big as Universal no, uh, in terms of size, and they do a hell of a lot of uh, shooting there for television and, and film, so it, it makes me wonder how much of that will be compromised for this event, because this is the argument that Universal have had with itself for years in Hollywood, is how much production space do we yeah. lose to put on this little Halloween event as it was then. Yeah, so it's for certainly this, not a theme park where the other, where at least universal California has the rides and has some right. of the element Warner brothers. It's just the tour. It is literally like just some show. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, There's yeah. nothing else. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but that's not why you guys came here. You don't come here to listen to Warner brothers studio, you know, <laughs> you know horror nights, whatever it is, horror made here, a festival of frights. Uh, you come here to hear about Halloween horror nights and what happened this morning. Um, because uh oh i think i lost chris let me try reconnecting oh somebody oh somebody just logged on uh (laughs) someone's trying to interrupt our broadcast the the uh (laughs) the universal uh goblins are trying to get to us um the what what's come out today is a new house and i'm pulling out the press release now um that is essentially a a brand new uh original house called slaughter cinema but with an s so cinema (laughs) which is also weirdly a high-end restaurant here in Nashville that I never understood why it needed to be cinema with an S, but it is. Well, it's in an old movie theater. It's cool, but it's like, why are you call, Why is it with an S? This is not like, oh. like, I feel weird going in here and like making my reservation for a date night when it's a cinema. Uh, but uh, Slaughter Cinema, and I'll, I'll read through kind of the press release right here. It said, from the twisted minds of Universal's Orlando's entertainment team, Slaughter Cinema will transport guests to a decrepit drive-in movie theater as the lights dim and features begin Guests will jump through the screens of original stories filled with monsters and nightmares from the 80s. They will come face-to-face with vicious creatures with a deadly bite in Midnight Snacks 2, the house-swarming bloodthirsty alien cannibals on the hunt uh, for fresh meat and Amazon cannibals from Planet Hell and more. And they've put out posters from multiple different films in this uh, fictional universe of uh, you know, slasher films, uh, sort of in the in the grindhouse mold. Uh mm. It, I, this is a weird thing to say, but do you think this is kind of like our icon house this year? <laughs> oh, now you're asking. I mean, it could be. You know what you uh, think? Because we're not getting a traditional icon, but with the icon being 80s cinema, well, then I yeah. feel like this is kind of the um, the one that's, I mean, and again, that's a, the, the and, and then we have one other little, you know, nod to something else we'll get to here in a second, but you have it just essentially, this just feels like this is the this it may not be everyone's favorite house, but it's the one um, that maybe they'll drive home when it comes to originals. 
Oh yeah, they're going to really run with this because um, you know you said about legacy. You know, your your all night dying um, right. sequel to that that we had, and then obviously uh, when we had the Usher and we had Silver Screams, you know, there's been a there's quite a back there's a back catalogue of them doing this type of house, but with this one, unlike the others where they actually did have some IPs or they had IPs without the uh, paperwork, is essentially uh, yeah. this one they've created their own movies with their own concepts and storylines. So I think it's going to be very interesting of how that plays out and how they're going to inform us as the, as the audience as to exactly what is going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's not an easy task to, to mm. convey everything. I mean, I think you'll have a lot, in the, maybe you'll have a lot in the lines. You'll have a lot in, um, you know, pre-show materials that come out. Cause we already have the four posters and here's what they are. They're pumpkin guts. Uh, I guess there's three posters, but um, they've, they've released more stuff. Uh, Amazon Cannibals from Planet Hell and Speak of the Devil, Cult of the Beast Baby. Uh, <laughs> and these posters are awesome. They are certainly uh, late 70s you know, to mid 80s uh, movie poster style, horror movie poster. Great. Now, what's interesting, and you can tell me if this is, I, I don't feel like anything is done on accident, but maybe this is just, obviously not done on accident, but maybe this is just mm. done as a nod. Um, Jack is all over this. Mm, this is what a lot of people are saying you know directed by isn't he on most of them he's directed by he's executive and jack schmidt not just random jack it's done by jack in the box pictures Mm. executive producer jack schmidt uh now obviously mike is on a lot of these as well and patrick brailler and these guys so there's a lot Mm. of little like fun so the question is and even like a head and field reference in there there's a (laughs) lot of um nods in this but they're all done specifically either directed by jack uh, two out of the three of the posters are directed by Jack, and one of them is uh, executive produced by Jack and distributed mm. by Jack. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, probably just a nod, but maybe not. I mean, I don't know. It's definitely not any of the text, and maybe it's just some hints here and there. I, I can't imagine that the people behind this didn't think every fanboy is going to lose their mind <laughs> when reading wow. this stuff. It's just whether this is just a fun nod or whether this is something to take, uh, for lack of a better word, seriously. I mean, what if at the end of the house, Jack was to jump out? Yeah, that's all we need. You know. Jack dressed. Dra- Jack has killed the director and now is wearing his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> well, th- I mean, that. why not? You know, why not? Yeah, yeah I mean, if you're going to put it in the this material already... I feel like there's at least has to be a, a legit nod to it. It can't just be, oh, we put it in there because it's fun. It's not like you just put Jack. You're putting his full name. Uh, we do have that kind of formal Jack, which I have the little mini bust of a uh, plaque that yes. uh, that that has that sort of more genius uh, directory style. It has a more of a formal style. So I don't know, gentleman Jack. Yeah, gentleman Jack. Now the famous film director. Right. See, this is why we should be in charge, Chris. That's why that's why they don't pay us the big bucks for this. Because um, we have created the ultimate fan service. But, I mean, I like this. I think this is um, to be expected in some ways because they've kind of mentioned there'd be these slasher houses that are running um, in the original press releases kind of that mentioned the 80s theme. Uh, so we have this one as an original house, and what are and the and the zombie Paris one that I always forget the name. <laughs> oh, uh, the 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 dead exposure patient. Dead exposure, yes. Yeah. What I mean, I, I don't even know if I got your thoughts on that. What do you think about dead exposure? Um, I'm not. 
overly in you know i'm not it's there there, exactly i'll do it but you know i'm not looking forward to it i mean it's not something we didn't talk about 10 houses man how do you feel about that well i mean the question is have there been 10 houses i mean well if you found the house you did which was the repository then yes done 10 but this is no so this is 10 no i mean not free but 10 non-premium houses yeah We've confirmed that. That's going to be like, these 10 will be included in your admission. Yeah. So this is the most houses they've ever done. I mean, if you look at other events across the country or even further afield, there's no event that, that does 10 houses or yeah. 10 matches, as they call them on the West Coast. But, you know, so they've got their work cut out for them, not only in terms of budget, but they've got, you know, in terms of operationally, they've got to run these things. They've got to get the queues. They've got to get the people through them. I mean, it's a massive undertaking, you know, and uh, yeah, they, they've done their homework. They've spent all the years building it up, so I can't yeah. see why they can't. But it, I think it's no, incredibly sure. exciting, you know, 10 houses. Yeah, 10 houses, and it gives people places to go. And if you're not going to have, I mean, I know there will be a show. Obviously, Academy of Villains is returning. Um, but if you're not going to have uh, maybe the, the thing that sucks in as many people, like Bill and Ted, where it's run, I mean, it could run as many times a night. Maybe, hey, maybe it fills up just as much. Um, it's going to be nice to have an extra bit and with stranger things coming in to have a place where uh, more people can spread out to where even just one extra house will hopefully suck up enough people to where it just doesn't, I mean, it's going to be insane this year. I know it will be. Well, The interesting thing is, is that this extra 10th house supposedly is going to be located next to the parade uh, building, which is right over in that bottom corner. Yeah. Uh, and last year we had this weird situation where we couldn't walk through kid zone because, you know, rumor was that it was going to come off the table and be refurbed and whatever. Um, so with this year having two houses back there, um, is kid zone going to be on the table? Are we going to be able to walk through kid zone? I mean, if you're going to have 10 houses and they're going to expect a huge audience, I mean, stranger things from all accounts is already ticket sales are massively up just because sure. of that one house. So, you know, what logistically, I mean, how are they going to play it? Are they going to, because historically, you know, this is my point is Halloween Horror Nights has had to have a lot of operational changes based on what universal creative back in Hollywood wanted to add, like transformers, for example, you know, the, the, the event had to be adaptable around what they wanted to do long-term with the park. So this year, with the amount of people that are going to be coming and how big the event is, plus their plans to expand and refurb the park, how's that going to play out? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine just the process of getting everyone back there is going to be, uh, if you're not doing Kid Zone, I mean, it's a heck of a walk. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I mean, not that it can't be done and not that people won't do it, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I like the... I like that concept of, I like, mean, I've always liked the kid zone areas to walk through. It felt fun and kind of weirdly spooky. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's always been an extra element that when I've taken people for the first time, they're always like, why are we in the Barney like show? <laughs> play? Like, like there's something about that. That's a little bit even intriguing to the casual goer to Halloween Horror Nights that you're walking through this, but instead, you know, Barney's lit up in this red, you know, glow. Uh, so, <laughs> I've missed it a little bit, and I would love to see it come back. Um, now, yeah, the, last year there was, what, construction on Fast and Furious. There was construction on uh, a lot of different areas mm. in the park. So maybe some of that will be you know, relieved a bit. Uh, 
because it did seem last year you were, you were turning yourself around a lot when you you there was more it seems more, more dead ends than ever. I could be wrong, but it felt that way. Um, well, there, there were, but don't don't forget as well. Like you said earlier, is Bill and Ted did eat up quite a number of people. Yeah, uh, and even the way you had to go in there was different last year. Like it was, mm. it was just it was different. But are we getting? Can you confirm? Are we? Is Academy of Villains in the Bill and Ted theater? Uh, that's what I'm being told. It hasn't that's been what I've been confirmed. told. No, it has yeah. been confirmed. But, but what both you and I have been told is, and even I'm going to say, um, you know, we see that you know, Jason Horn, who directed the Bill and Ted show for years, is now uh, creatively working with them. We'll say that, or is directing. And that's public. He's talked about that. Um, makes me go like, yeah, you know, if, if you're going to give anyone the keys to that theater, you might as well do, give it to somebody who's been running it for the last, you know, multiple years. Yeah. 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 So, definitely. I don't know. I told them that uh, that I was like, the one thing I want, just give me We Will Rock You. And then they'll like bring everything back together. And, oh. and I was like, you can do it. There's no reason you can't do it. And then <laughs> you'll make it be like, all right. Because I, I alluded back to it. And I may have mentioned this last one. To me, it's like how they couldn't put C-3PO in uh, a Han Solo movie. But they figured out a way to like give a cameo to Anthony Daniels. So it was like, oh, so you like there's a little like the tradition lives a little uh, and I'll be disappointed if that doesn't happen but I will go to the show uh, it will be bittersweet but I will uh, I'll go now they've still said the word shows with an S though I believe well right? yeah the press release, that change well the early press releases did say shows plural however since they've announced the dates the scare zones and the show all in one go uh, there hasn't been another press release that has any shows in it. So they haven't actually said. Gotcha. Shows. So, so maybe yet, maybe yet. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do what we got to do. So we still have quite a few. I mean, unlike a lot of years, what we're about, what were we four houses in now to announce? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no four, 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 four houses. So mm. we have more than half left to be announced. Yeah. Uh, and guys, really, when you start thinking about it, we are only, I mean, this is the end of June. You're under three months. Um, from opening night. So we should be hearing more and more as it gets closer. Look, I, you know, this is uh, what happens here in the States, but uh, Halloween stuff has already started to pop up in the stores. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've started to started doing it here and in around around in mid July, Halloween will be everywhere as people start prepping for Halloween. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you look at the calendar now, I'm just looking at it roughly speaking from sort of April time, we've had an announcement every kind of fortnight. Um, yeah, yeah. And then if they continue that by the time you get to August, sort of late July, they're going to need to do an announcement a week in order to get everything announced before the event. Yeah, so there will be a lot coming up. So make sure you uh, yeah. keep listening to us here and we'll keep it coming and we'll and follow us on Twitter and all that because I think that's a... Uh, that's a good thing. I when we you know, maybe got word that this may have been coming this morning. Um, it was fun to kind of wait with anticipation and then dissect the graphics and to do all that and uh, see what um, see what's going on. But I think it's a uh, it's a it's going to be a fun. It, look, it's never not fun. You know, we've talked about this many times that the I believe the years of a bad year are uh, are long gone. I think that the production budget, the production staff, uh, the creative department that's running Halloween Horror Nights now, um, not that I ever worried that they would have a, a rough year, but there's occasionally a year, a couple years here and there 
where I could go, uh, I didn't have as much fun that year. There was a lot more misses than hits. I just don't feel like that is um, in the DNA of the of the events anymore. Yeah, I mean, we. Uh, I think the last time that we perhaps had a miss year would probably have been around the sort of time when, uh, how can I put it sort of politely, the sort of Universal Creative who do the theme park rides, sort of before Comcast got involved with Universal, they were doing a lot more with the events, so Horror Nights, for example. So Yeah, the last one I can think of that was like the, and even that year was a decent year for houses, was like the year that The Walking Dead was all the scare zones. Yeah, yeah. Like that's really the last one I can think of that I remember being like, eh. And that's just because it wasn't my thing. And uh, now, though, I look at it and I go, okay, now I think we're uh, – now Now I feel like they're they're in a groove again. And it's almost like you had to get out of that slump. You had to get out of the uh, Lady Luck and then the, the Walking Dead uh, years. And now post-20 – really maybe even 24, uh, it's kind of been – I mean, I don't, I don't sit, I never sat and worried about it because why would I sit and worry about it? But I never questioned what I was getting really since then. Because now everything they've announced, maybe other than the zombie Paris house, which I, I'm telling you, I know they can knock out of the park if Paris is just unbelievable. Uh, but that's the only one that I'm kind of meh this year. Uh, I think- so far, I'm excited about everything else that's been announced. If you analyze the data that the from the social media that was caused from when they announced Stranger Things, I mean, literally how many shares, follows, likes, right. interactions, everything. If you look at that, they've never, ever, ever had a house announcement get that much exposure as what that house did. So I think if you're going to go out with a huge announcement like that, it's going to get shared and liked and just all around the world, just people going crazy over Stranger Things. I think if you're going to put another house up that's perhaps going to, not get all the limelight because they're still talking about Stranger Things. Yeah. I think perhaps the extra exposure was probably the right house to announce second. Yeah, yeah, not to try not to even don't even try to compete. That's a good concept here. Yeah, because you know mm. that whatever you put out after Stranger Things, because it's one of the most relevant properties uh, around right now, it's just going to get dwarfed by it. So you might as well kind of lay low. Yeah, and then even trick or treat to some extent uh, is going to hit the fans a different way of horror in general, like the hardcore horror fans and the Horror Nights fans differently, but it's certainly not going to uh, at all take away from the grandeur that is Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, Stranger Things is your announcement. That gets people that have never even heard of this event talking about it. Um, And then your dead exposure, that's out the way because that was sort of shadowed by Stranger Things. And then you trick or treat and then this house announcement, I think this is going after the loyal fan base that go every year and they're the ones that really are the foundation of the event. So I think that's the kind of sort of area we're in now. And I think that maybe not the next announcement or the one after, but I think they'll be going back to something that may compete with Stranger Things in that kind of vein. Yeah, because you're right. As of now, almost Stranger Things, even go to the website, you can feel it. Stranger Things, we kind of said that, was is where the 80s is the overall, I think Mike said, filter for this year. Stranger mm. Things is really what the filter is for this year. You know, oh, yeah. You know, it's the icon that's driving this ship. And now we're creating other ways to support that big moment, which is getting this big brand associated with it. So to me, that's a, a logical step. But you're right. I, I kind of hadn't thought about the fact that much unlike last year, and maybe the year before that, I think where all the original houses like dropped together, 
and yeah. at the, at, you know immediately we're getting uh, we obviously happened with the scare zones, but that's that's come to to be the the case. And heck, back in the day, it used to update the whole site one at one time. Uh, but <laughs> I remember those years. But now um, you have uh, really two original houses out of the four that have been announced, and three out of the four are not necessarily. Um, I don't want to say they're not you know, international brands, but I would not put Trick or Treat up there with no. something that is uh, as relevant to what's going on in you know, modern, you know, for the modern customer. I think it's something that's cool. It's yeah, really it's great. Cult, cult yeah, it's film, a cult, cult, cult following. It's it's not The Shining. Yeah. It's not The Exorcist. You know, that, you know, those are the ones we got last year or la- mm. last couple of years where there was a big you know, iconic classic film, um, even Halloween or Halloween two, and maybe something like that's coming. We don't know. Um, or maybe you do, but you know, it's, uh, I, I think you're right. Hopefully the next ones we get, I've, I've, I've never been like, all right, give me something. Uh, I've always been excited about the original houses. That's maybe because they've kind of played second fiddle to the, the IPs, but this year, the fact that the IPs are one is the strongest brand maybe in, um, whatever you want to call it, nostalgic horror style. And then one <laughs> is this cult follow. I'm like, all right, let's give me, give me, give me something, give me something else now from the IP world. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I mean, the last couple of years, only one of the sort of minorist of gripes, but it's something that they've addressed this year has been that there hasn't been anything sort of essentially tying the event together. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of those years before 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, uh, or maybe not 21, but the, the, those years, there was no icon, there was no real theme, you know, there wasn't, it was just, there's some houses and this is the event, get on yeah. with it. Yeah. Whereas this year with this 80s theme, like you were saying, you can actually say, or I know Trick or Treat is a 90s film, but you, you can kind of pin them all together you, you, you and you say can, there's a theme You could put there. that together, yeah, you could make yeah. that work. And for a lot of people walking in and are going to a Trick or Treat house are not even going to be aware that Trick or Treat is a movie. Uh, yeah. You know, I think a lot of people are walking in hearing trick or treat just because it's trick or treat. And that's what we do at Halloween. We go trick or treating. They see a trick or treat house. They walk in. Hopefully they're aware that it's a movie, but I have a feeling it's not going to matter. I mean, to be honest with you, with trick or treat, I mean, I think there's a couple of scenes where some of the characters have got cell phones and they didn't have them. You wouldn't really know what decade it was. Yeah, Either true. it was 80s yeah. or 90s. I mean, you wouldn't yeah. really, you know. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Chris. All right. Well, I'm going to grab some lunch. Anything uh, Anything else you want to cover here? Uh, I'm only just going to, I'm just going to plug Oh yeah, book. let's do some plugs. I've, uh, I've got the uh, the book that everyone keeps chasing me about, the updated Orlando uh, unofficial guide, twenty eighteen. Um, there's been a few uh, sort of it looks uh, slick too. I've seen it. Yeah, the cover is done by Robbio, who's a really good artist, and yeah, um, did our logo. He does all of our stuff. Yeah, he did the logo. Uh, he did the, he did logo. the logo. Yeah, it's been a couple of years that he did the logo. Uh, so yeah, that's. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, even if just for the logo or for the artwork alone, though I know the book, I'm sure it's probably pretty good, Chris. Uh, it's, uh, I should really sell it as posters because um, people yeah. have been saying how lovely the, yeah. the cover is. But anyway, it, it's done. It's with the the printing people and the legal people, and it's all being processed. But I will tell you now, I haven't told anyone this. So this is an exclusive for Scared Zone. All right. If you really can't wait, Amazon Kindle have put it on for sale already. Oh, it's it's available. It's available just, if you want it on Kindle. So for digital. You can't get the print yet, but you can get the digital. No, but it, right. that's filtering through the system. And the other thing which I will say, which I haven't really said much about, and I'll be very, very brief, is that I'm currently at the end of writing another Halloween Horror Nights book, a completely new one, um, that talks about more to do with what happens on the West Coast. And a lot of people 
say to me, what's Hollywood like? Should I go? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm doing one for the West Coast at the moment. Awesome. Well, take a look at those. Also, if you want to uh, support the show here, support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash scarezone. Um, we've seen some awesome traction there where people are supporting this show. Uh, and we, what happens is you give more and, and you support more and you get some pretty cool perks. And you also get these shows immediately. So instead of typically we record, I edit the show down. Uh, it goes up in the next day or two. Uh, as soon as I'm done clicking stop here, I'm uploading this to everyone on Patreon. Uh, they're going to get it with all the warts and then I'll clean it up <laughs> and I'll put it on, uh, I'll put it on all media, uh, after that on iTunes and everywhere. Uh, but also you can get really bizarre things like, uh, hand signed letters that I'll write you. Uh, I put maybe they're in blood, maybe they're not. Uh, I don't know. And then, uh, even a shout out on the show. And speaking of shout outs, I do have a little bit of a list of shout outs, uh, for today. So let's, uh. Let's hit them real quick. We got, and, and again, if I butcher your name, I said this last last time, <laughs> um, hit me up with how to say your name right, and I'll put it in the next show. So, Adam Swoboda, Eduardo, 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 <laughs> sorry, Eduardo, I don't know why I couldn't read that, Eduardo, ow, I, I'm going to edit this down. Elorentis, <laughs> Stephen Ford. So Eduardo Elorentis, I'm going to say it like that. It sounds better when I say it that way because it sounds like I know what I'm, I'm saying. Eduardo Elorentis, <laughs> uh, Stephen Ford, and then, of course, everyone who gave uh, from the previous episodes as well. Um, thank you, guys. And someone asked if I would plug, uh, instead of giving them a shout-out, would uh, plug their YouTube channel. I'm going to say that I'm not going to do that from now on, but I will do it because that's pretty much a... Uh, that's a sponsorship. If you want to sponsor the show, uh, that's <laughs> fine. But I will say this. Uh, go check out because he was probably the first person who gave our top tier. Um, uh, that was Eddie, actually. Eddie Laurinaitis. Uh So uh, Eddie Entertainment. Or no, Eddie Tainment. I'll going to say this. YouTube channel, which is also the Twitter account, Eddie Tainment. E-D-D-Y. Tainment. And then uh, take a look. He's got some great stuff and some great Horror Night stuff coming. Um, and I want to thank him for supporting. Thank everybody for supporting. You can find out how you can be a part of that. Get more shows, get early access, and all of that, and really just uh, help us keep this thing going. Uh, help us budget it into our lives. Uh, that is at patreon.com slash scarezone. Well, unless you got anything else, Chris, until next time, keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we'll see you at Finnegan's.